Pop. Fizz. Clink. Sit back and enjoy. Bubbly Thoughts poured by your host, Melissa Bromley. Welcome to the Bubbly Thoughts podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Bromley. Let's pop fizz and clink our way into some good vibes today. So parts of this podcast will be interview-based, where I will have guests on the show with me to go over different topics. These are the people that I'm going to consider my experts, so it won't be me. And then some episodes are only going to be just me talking. Those particular episodes, I'm going to call them Thoughts for Your Thoughts. Do I have any Parks and Rec fans out there? If you haven't watched yet, stop listening and go watch a couple episodes. Or the whole, you know, the whole entire series. I'll wait. Okay, now we're back. So the town of Pawnee, Indiana, where the show takes place, has their own version of NPR. And one of the shows they broadcast is actually called Thoughts for Your Thoughts, so I can't take claim for this title. And it's actually supposed to be kind of humorous on the show. You know, Amy Poehler is the main star on the show, and, you know, the show is funny in and of itself, so everything on there is kind of supposed to be a spoof or funny On the other end, though, my thoughts for your thoughts are going to be more on the serious side of things. Within reason, I can't ever really be too serious. You'll learn that pretty quickly if you don't know me that well yet. So basically, any of the episodes that you'll see with the title Thoughts for Your Thoughts will just be me and you and no interview. It's kind of like my time to share the things with you that might teach you a thing or two. So thanks Parks and Rec for inspiring me to have a name for these episodes. So what I want to go over with you guys today is about the do's and don'ts of personal questions. Uh, To reiterate, this podcast is geared towards 20-somethings, so if you aren't near or around this age, these questions may or may not be relevant to you. And that's okay. I think even if you're not in your 20s and you're listening to this podcast, it may be beneficial for you. You know, you could learn a little bit about some of the things that people in their 20s might be dealing with that you might not be thinking about, and that's okay. So stick with me, um, even if this is the case, because this could be your opportunity to learn about what not to ask as 20-somethings. So what do I mean by personal questions? Um, Great question. (laughs) I'm pretty sure many of you are getting some of the same questions my friends and I get on a regular basis. And many of my friends and I are, you know, uniquely at different stages of our lives, even if we are all in our 20s. So some questions may be applicable to you, depending on what stage of 20-something that you might be in. So before I dive into them, I want to say, even if you are someone who has asked a 20-something these kinds of personal questions, don't beat yourself up about it. You are 100% okay, and there's nothing wrong with you. Asking these questions doesn't make you a bad person, even in the slightest. Please know I'm here to support you and help you on your path to confidence and success and to become a more effective communicator. So try not to take this personally if you can help it. I felt the need to address this topic because it's something that happens far too often and everyone seems to really hate it, yet we all for some reason still continue to do it. So here are the personal questions. I'll just go ahead and dive in. So let me set the scene for you. You're at a wedding and you have a significant other with you at said wedding. You're both enjoying yourself and then all of a sudden incoming. Everyone starts asking, have you guys talked about tying the knot yet? I'm especially a little sensitive to this one because I have been dating my boyfriend Cameron for over five years now. And while, yeah, I'm, I'd like to get married someday, it's, it's really such a personal question to ask someone. And what if I didn't want to get married? You know, how offensive to someone who doesn't believe that a piece of paper signifies to the world that you're going to be together forever? 
I mean, marriage isn't for everyone and it's not always the answer. Or in cases like mine where I would like to get married someday, I'm shockingly not really itching for it just yet. If it happens, great. If, if not, my world isn't going to end because I personally believe marriage is beautiful. And while I do believe that love is a necessary means of survival to live a functional life, I'm perfectly okay with the fact that I am 26 and not engaged or married yet. It's, it's fine, guys. I repeat, I am not against marriage, but I understand why a lot of people are. Most importantly, you do you. You shouldn't let anybody define what you find as functional or not. So you do you, boo-boo. You're doing great. Okay, so on to the next question that I think you should avoid asking a 20-something. So let me set a new scene for you. You're at a baby shower for your sister or very close friend, and you're holding other people's babies and looking mighty adorable while doing it. And in swoops in the questions right out of left field. So are you and significant other trying to have children? I honestly think this is even worse than the married question. When you are asking someone this question, you are actually asking, hey, so are you and your significant other getting it on enough to hopefully get your ego prego before you get too old? Like, ew, boundaries, people. Like, no. What my and my significant other are doing on our own time is our business and not yours. I know plenty of women who are also struggling with becoming pregnant, and I know that can be a devastating time for them. We should try to be more sensitive to that. And what about the people who don't want to have babies? Like, guess what, y'all? Some people don't want kids, and you know what? That is okay. If you don't want children, dear God or Buddha or whomever, please do not feel like you have to reproduce. It's perfectly okay to live a kid-free life. It's your body, and you can choose what you want to do with it. Preach. And this is the last one I want to go over with you guys today. Uh, for all my single babes out there, how sick are you of being asked, when are you going to find someone or are you dating anybody? Okay, a couple things about not being a couple. First off, I do not believe in the concept of the one. Hear me out. I, I mean, I believe you can find someone who makes you happier than anyone else you've ever met. But this isn't to say that if anything were to happen to that relationship, that you should lose all hope in finding someone again. I promise you will meet people that will make you happy too, you know, instead of that quote unquote, the one. The whole concept of the one should kind of be, it kind of is really offensive to people who are going through a divorce or who have a significant other who has passed away. I mean, this isn't to say that you shouldn't believe in being happier with someone than you have been happy with anyone else, but this means that you shouldn't lose hope if a relationship doesn't work out. Second off, people are allowed to want to be alone. I truly believe in the concept that Abraham Maslow presents that, like I said, love is kind of a requirement of functional survival, but it doesn't always have to come from a significant other. Um, it's wonderful if it does, but it doesn't have to necessarily. Self-love is more essential than love that you can find anywhere else. Always keep this in mind. Trust me, it's a heck of a lot easier to love someone once you can embrace the concept of loving exactly who you are. And you know what? Ask any women, you know, sorry men, um, who have outlived their friends and are happy in their 90s or even early 100s. What has kept you alive for so long? And a majority of women that I've heard that have lived very long lives have you know, said, I don't deal with men. 
I think it's hilarious that the the oldest woman who is currently living says that her way that she has lived for so long is that she just gave up on dealing with men and you know sorry fellas like I really do love men I'm I I think men and women are completely equal and I think that's how you know we all should be on an equal playing field and everything like that so this is really isn't to dog men it's just it's kind of funny that the woman who has lived the longest in history that's what she said her approach was to living the longest life that she possibly could so a couple of takeaways from this episode you are more valuable than your relationship or if you are single you are just as valuable whether you are in a relationship or not I think a great way to divert asking questions like this are to ask things about each other's goals, hobbies, interests. You could ask somebody about TV, movies, books. Honestly, there's anything else that you can do to avoid kind of asking these personal questions. And I don't want you to be afraid to get personal with people. I personally, interpersonal, I don't know how many times I could possibly say personally if you couldn't tell, but interpersonal relationships are something that I think are incredibly valuable. However, I mean, try to avoid asking people these questions anymore. I, I know you mean well, and it's it's not like you're doing anything wrong. Like I said, it's just, it's become such a basic conversation topic, kind of like the weather or how about them Yankees. And I think most of us just don't realize how inappropriate it is to ask people. So that's what I'm here for. I'm just telling you now. Let's Let's talk about other stuff. So, you know, basically, I want you to evaluate the conversations you have with others and see how often you ask these kinds of questions. I would love to hear what you come up with as alternatives or even your opinion on everything that I've been saying today. So if you have a counter argument with my thoughts on this, please let me know. Um, You can reach out to me through my email. It's my last name, Bromley, B-R-O-M-L-E-Y. My first name, Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A. The number zero at gmail.com. So Bromley Melissa Zero at gmail.com. And that's that's all I got for you guys today. But thanks for listening. Cheers. And as always, stay bubbly.